Wahguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Wahguru Ji Ki Fateh. Welcome, Sajjano, to the sickest podcast available on all podcast platforms, Apple and Android. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at S-I-K-H-I-S-T Podcast. Or you can email us with any questions or comments at S-I-K-H-I-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. A podcast on various topics from a Sikhi perspective. We really hope you enjoy. I also want to give a shout out to Sharni for creating this beat. Thank you so much. Check out his Instagram, sjam403. Show him some love. The sickest intro beat for the sickest podcast. Now we have coming up my very first podcast. It's on spirituality and creativity with the one and only Trendy Singh. Hey Jen, how's it going? Good, thanks, Saj. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. All right, cool. So this is kind of a late night podcast because this is the only time we could get our schedules linked up. So uh, very first uh, podcast for the sickest, something I've been talking about for many years. A lot of pressure on your shoulders. So you better deliver today. Great. Let, let's get into it. Okay, cool. Uh, we have a live studio audience here too. I wish we could show you for the very first. You we guys can make some them. noise if you want. <laughs> See the real. We weren't lying. <laughs> All right, Lana. I think I'm more nervous than you, so... Uh, let's start with, um, I guess we could start from where you got the inspiration for Trendy Singh, but I want to kind of take it a little further back, if that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, funny enough, you were part of the inspiration. Remember when we were doing Kalsa School Play back in, is it 2008? Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't remember when, but back then sometime, um, you were always talking about like love for the gurus, like Sikhi is a, all about love. Um, and then during that time, well, I, like, what year would that have been? Oh no, I guess 2008. Maybe, maybe before a bit. Okay, so people yeah. weren't really open to seeing like Sings in general, like, or Singhnees, and like, you know, there's a lot of racism. We even had um, some people come into the Gurdwara and talk about discrimination, like when they had their talks, right? So in my heart, like, it, I always held on to those discussions about how six were discriminated. Um, and then I guess 10 years later, like one day, I just had this dream. I was like, oh, like combining art and fashion together, maybe this is a way to create conversations for people to be open to just, um, I guess, just talk with six, like in public transportation. You know, like, do, you know, do you understand what I mean? Like there was yeah. a medium for people just to not be so intimidated and maybe fashion was that step towards it. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, we met like many years ago, I think 2006, yeah, before that. Six, seven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, I didn't pay her to say those things about me, but uh, I'm happy you did on the very first podcast. Like, get a little nice pump from that. But uh, um, just to get back to how I met you, it was pretty funny. I I saw you at the Godwara. I was doing a um, Sikhi camp, Mm -hmm. which I've done many of. 
and I saw this lost uh, Vietnamese girl. So lost. <laughs> in the middle of the Godora. And uh, I kind of always had it in my nature to go and talk to people at the Godora who don't look sick and are a little lost because I want to greet them with a friendly face, maybe answer any questions they have before and kind of catch them before that Baba comes in and uh, yells at them for a chunni or for having shoes in the wrong place or something and they get like a little off put, right? So I talked to you then and um, yeah, that's kind of where our friendship started and I asked you to come to the camp, yeah, right? And I think you sat in a few classes. Yeah, even till this day, I always see you reach out to um, people in the Gurdwara, yeah. Yeah, I think it's important. I think anyone who's, um, you know, got a command of the language and uh, is at the Gurdwara and they see someone who isn't, you know, that, you know, uh, looking like a Sikh or that brown color or whatever you want to say <laughs> and who, who might uh, have features like Jen, which is like a little bit different, you know, reach out to them and, uh, and say what's up or, you know, to people are so happy and excited, right? Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I remember, you know, the, the, at that time, there was only one box for the Ramallah or Ramale, Yeah. And it was closed. But having only been there a couple times, I was like, where did the doc, uh, that box disappear to? And then I was just like standing there because I, I knew I couldn't go into the Dabar without having my head covered. But I didn't have anything. So I remember just like. <laughs> what's that what's that saying where like a deer in headlights yeah a deer caught in the yeah. headlights yeah <laughs> uh what brought you to the godora like what you know how, how did that journey start before go ahead yeah okay so back so back in december 13 2000 and whatever it was i had a friend that passed away from stem cell cancer um, at that time, I had a Punjabi friend, and he was telling me about how on New Year's, everyone gets together um, at the Gurdwara, and then they just like do Simran through midnight. So I was like, oh, I want to check it out. So he, he had brought me there, and we, um, we just we kind of lost touch after that. But there was something inside me that was just you got to go back to that place and I think it's because for a person with a lot of anxiety going to a different environment for some reason I still felt so at peace when I was in the Dabar so something was just saying you have to go back uh, probably also because the prashad was really really good I've never tasted anything that good in my life yeah prashad's pretty good yeah yeah so Anyways, yeah, and each time I came back, and I'm, I remember three people distinctly. The, the first time I went, um, there was an uncle. The second time was this sweet little old lady, and she couldn't even speak any English at all, but she grabbed my arm and was basically nodding and smiling. I think she might have said good. And I think the third person was you, because you're like, hey, like I can help you out. And I'm like, great, because at that time, I didn't know like what a sick was. I'm not even sure if I even knew like the language spoken was like, you know, like Punjabi, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just had no idea. The only thing I felt inside was a calling to go back. Yeah, I think Punjabis in general, like when someone comes to the Gurdwara, whether they speak the language or not, I know I was joking earlier, because sometimes the, you know, people get a little over 
overly protective, but Punjabis in general have always seen they're so open-hearted, they're so loving, right? If mm-hmm. they see someone um, who's uh, from a different uh, background, they'll definitely try as hard as they can to make them feel welcome. So I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, no, definitely. And this is just kind of like a side story. I was actually, um, someone from a magazine was interviewing me and I think she's a Caucasian girl, but she had said when she went to India, each time that she needed help, it was actually a sick person or a person in turban that reached out to her. And just during our interview, she was like, I can understand or see why you have an appreciation for sex. And then she was telling me that story. Yeah, out of the darbar. And you just felt like this kind of calming. Yeah, I think there was like, something was on the broadcaster or the intercom something was oh going yeah. yeah at that time sometimes th- they just have things playing like Ethan or yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay yeah. so then what made you want to come back uh, or did you do some research on Saki online no because I didn't even know what it was called oh I just remembered the way to drive there and I would just drive back it was because of you and some other people that start to take me in and because you got me to go to those retreats or sessions um then i learned more but i i don't even think i researched anything until like maybe a year or two after i was like in full-on conversion mode eh <laughs> no. Just trying to get you. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. <laughs> not at all. Because <laughs> I'm sure if I had sensed that, I'd be like, goodbye. Yeah, no, I didn't believe in that back then. I don't believe in that now. So do I get to ask you questions too? Yeah, this is a conversation. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> We're trying to make it a conversation, <laughs> not an interview. Okay, good. Because then I want to, like, can you share your thoughts about why you wanted to start this podcast? And why? Because you said it's been in in the works for a couple years yeah okay so i'm i i I love podcasts when they first came out i never used to listen to the radio because that Mm -hmm. was kind of content that was streamed that you had to like pick and choose but it was like someone else was in control of it Mm -hmm. so i when i heard um this podcast by a guy named joe rogan i'm I'm a big uh mma ufc fan so Mm -hmm. um I actually started following Joe Rogan a bit more when I heard one of his interviews. It wasn't a podcast. It was an interview on TV. And uh, um, I saw this interview, funny enough, I didn't get this realization from anywhere in Sikhi, any Katha. I saw an interview with a guy who was a UFC commentator, comedian, and a Fear Factor host. And uh, he was talking about growing up and how he, 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 decided to start looking around and he asked himself a question he said why are people making other people more powerful than them okay. right so he's like he goes if someone's on a pedestal and everyone's kind of like putting this person on a pedestal mm-hmm. they're only on a pedestal because you're putting them on a pedestal oh you know what i mean like he's like, they're just a person like you yeah but because they kind of went into that groove of being on a pedestal, somehow mm-hmm. they figured how to do that. And now one person's picked them up and then the other person, now all of a sudden, you know, all these people are like putting them on this pedestal and like you've become lower and they've become higher. And he was saying that, uh, he was like, you know, I started realizing that I, I'm powerful myself as well. And wow. people who are on pedestals are only on pedestals because everyone has agreed that this person should be on a pedestal. If all those persons didn't agree, 
that person wouldn't be on a pedestal. So it's like we make those people on pedestals. And that was kind of a shift. That was my first seed, mm-hmm. right? That I was like, because I, I, I went to a lot of Babas. I went to a lot of Deiras. Yeah. And from a young age, I wanted to find, quote unquote, God. Yes. What the false thing says, Mr. God, the external God that mm-hmm. we've been um, programmed to believe or marketed about, right? Yeah. So what happened was I something just kind of shifted inside of me it wasn't like a big shift at that time but it was like a seed that was planted that hey maybe i do have the power inside me to make the change right and maybe it's all i need is the guru right yeah. and it's okay to have mentors like people who tell you hey this is what i did or this is what you should tr- look out for or be careful of or but i think when when you put someone in in the stead of the guru yeah. right in the position of the guru and then i think it becomes a problem and I think I was doing that. I was looking for a shortcut. I was looking for someone who I could physically do save of or physically listen to and they would get me closer to the guru and then eventually closer to God. So because of this guy, Joe Rogan, I kind of got this inspiration to do my like in- internal codes, right? And uh, from that, I just started listening to his pod. He started podcasts. I started listening to podcasts and I was like, you know what would be really cool is if someone did a Sikhi podcast. Yeah. And that was like four or five years ago. And I was like, anyone but me obviously but i would Why? really li- I, w- I don't know that's just I, I was like i would really love to listen to a sicky podcast and just a conversation with someone and their experiences right yes so then i just waited and waited and i told you about it i told my wife about it i told some friends about it <laughs> told I, the whole sto- world. I told the whole world about this and then uh they and would then ta- everyone looked at you and was like you should be the one <laughs> exactly and uh so the funny thing is i was like uh, I wonder if they're just telling me that I should do a podcast because th- I just blabber on about <laughs> topics and they're like, man, you need to do a podcast and just get away from me and j- or just stop talking because you've been talking for 20 minutes about this. So just go do a podcast, right? Everyone's nodding their head right now. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, my wife especially, like she has, she kind of glazes over because I'll talk about a subject mm-hmm. and it'll be a good 15 minute talk but then I'll go on for like 35 minutes about it <laughs> and then she'll be like yeah I got it like 15 minutes ago I'm like right <laughs> but yeah so this is my way uh, of like just kind of getting out that information and I want to showcase people mm-hmm. who've uh, you know just anyone right anyone who's following the path of um, their in- own internal journey not necessarily Sikhi either right yeah and I think a podcast uh, for me because I'm such a fan of podcasts I, I thought it would be cool if I if I gave it a go, I, I told everyone who could listen, kind of jokingly, but kind of just to have a safety net, right? Yes. But I was telling people that even if I get three people to listen, I will think it's a success, right? And that's... Of course, you have to start from somewhere. Well, I just, in case like nobody listens, then, you know, we laugh about that. Like I, t- I was telling my other friend, we've had some really deep talks. I'm like, come... I'm going to start a podcast. And he's a huge podcast fan. He's like, what? You're starting a podcast? I'm like, yeah, total of, uh, listenership of three people, right? He started laughing. But it's kind of a defense mechanism, but it's still kind of like that's that's it for me, right? If anyone else wants to listen, that's awesome. But for me, this is just kind of a creative outlet. Yeah. Right? Well, plus so. you can always pay us like how you're paying us now. So it'll well, all I paid work you out. for those compliments, right? So. <laughs> You, uh, by the way, you, you're supposed to give me five compliments on this podcast. Five dollars per compliment, 25 bucks. How many? That, that cheap? No. <laughs> That's what we agreed on, Jen. Okay. Well, how many am I, am I at? You're at two right now. Oh. And they were okay. both about the same subject, so <laughs> I'm not too happy about that. But No, yeah, so that's kind of how it happened on my end. And uh, encouragement from my wife, from my friends. You, you've been telling me for so long. 
So I wanted you to be the first one on it because we kind of went together on this journey with Trendy Singh. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, w- I wasn't too involved, but... No, you were. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. this guy right here introduced me to Jagmeet Singh, who then introduced me to his brother that modeled our turbans. And then from there, I was introduced to their friend circle, who then blasted this on social media. So my success, or I guess, sorry, it's like our success for sure for anyone involved um, in Trendy Sing. It all started because of you and because you needed a camera person for Jigmeet's event. And I didn't even know how to turn it on. I'm pretty sure your wife was there. She came over and she was like, oh, hey, do you need help with anything? And I was like, I don't know how to turn this on. Oh my gosh, the event is starting. So this is all thank you to you. Okay, that's compliment number three. So we're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) No, okay. Honestly, here's what happened. So you had this idea of Trendy Singh. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And we were friends like 10 years ago, but then we kind of lost contact for a bit. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then we kind of reconnected. At the Gurdwara again. Haven't seen you for so long. Yeah. And I think you could sense that something was wrong with me. Yeah. I was, I think I was, uh, well, I might have been in tears, but. You were pretty, uh, like, I, sad, yeah, yeah. I was having, yeah, like. Yeah. So I just kind of messaged you. I was like, hey, Jen, is everything okay? Yeah. And then, you know, our friendship kind of re- rebuilt from there. Yeah. And then we all got really, really close when we worked on Jigmeet Singh's leadership campaign in Calgary. Yeah. Right? So we were kind of, we actually did a few projects before that. Yes, we did. And then that really brought this like friendship together, mm-hmm. right? And you know, uh, me, you, and a few other people, right? Yeah. And uh, it kind of really brought this uh, important bond where we could actually talk with each other, connect with each other, having some of these external friends to actually like work on positive things with. Yeah. That that was really empowering, where we had a goal, we worked toward it, and then we all felt really good about it. I was thinking, I will never get to meet Jigmeet or Gretan. Because at that time, I just recently got an Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, look at these things from Toronto." I was like, so, "Sorry, you're start, you're thinking of starting this fashion, the star line, and the fashion icon at that time was Jigmeet Singh." Yes, he had just finished a cover on a magazine. Yes, right? yes. And so uh, that's one of the po- first posts I saw. That's a crazy connection. Yeah. yeah, and I had thought about it, and then like three days later, I get a phone call, and of course, at that time, it was only like a week or two into when we had met again, met up again. Yeah, and I was like, look at this universe, just give you things. So that's the advice you gave me, that's why I wanted to talk on this podcast. You're like, Saad, just start it. Yes. You were like, are you gonna do your podcast in a year ago? I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll see if I have time, right? And you're like, look, if if I did that, then Trendy Singh would not have gotten started, right? So you're like, Mm -hmm. if you start it, things will fall into place, but you have to take that first step. Yes. And uh, I was thinking about what you said, what my wife encouraged me with. And then I read this article too. They're like, a podcast is like starting a, um, a big ship. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of momentum in the beginning. Yes. From standstill. Yeah. Once it gets going, then it's smooth sailing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Like you, it takes a lot of momentum to figure out uh, all the equipment and having a setup and everything. But then it's just, you just do it once a week and you're talking or twice a week or whatever. Right. So, all of a sudden like in the middle of the night i'm thinking i'm writing down my um uh i'm writing down my like goals? Uh, not goals oh. but my outline for podcast that was okay. my goal like make an outline mm-hmm. i'm like wait a minute i got mics wait a minute i got mic stands i got a mixer 
because I bought this stuff like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, <laughs> just in case we had Kirtan programs at home. Mm-hmm. So I had a speaker system that I bought. I had a, and it was pretty much brand new, very like unused, right? Yeah. Then I go upstairs and I look at, I look for this stuff. I pull it all out. It's like one in the morning. I'm like in this like a creative energy mode, right? Yes, like nothing's yes. stopping me. And, I'm, yeah. and then all I had to do is put in another 150 bucks for like a pop filter and like a free audio software or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember where like I mean I guess you hear this common quote all the time about how there are just people that talk and then there's people that just do yeah right yeah well there's that Yoda quote I think I tried to send it to you after this it was uh oh yeah did you have that it's it? <laughs> it like cool. you just like there is no try there is just do or something yeah yeah something like there's no try there's just do can you do it in a Yoda voice there's no try, just do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So for you too, I saw that in unfold while it was happening. Like, so I had no idea, first of all, that you were such a huge Jigmeet Singh fan or I fan wasn't girl. Should I until say? I got on Instagram. Yeah. I wasn't aware because I wasn't on Facebook. I didn't surf the net. Um, for just like general celebrity media or whatever it was like six celebrities um yeah like i it was when you're on instagram and you're trying to add people that either wear turbans or um have any interest in it they pop up okay yeah so i found through found out through there with me too like i i saw him i think in 2008 i heard about him i think he did a speech at a godwara young saying lawyer and then in calgary no no it was uh, it was on the TV. It was in Toronto. Oh, okay. I was just like, oh, that. Guy. And then I saw this guy who was like some jujitsu champion, and I'm really into UFC and MMA and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it was him, Jigmeet Singh. And I was like, one day I'd like to meet this guy. And then he started. He ran and mm-hmm. he won, and then he kind of became an a- ambassador for Sikhi in terms mm-hmm. of like fashion and yeah. just you know being positive and being powerful. Yeah. And and then he became the deputy. Um, how how did you? Um, get how, to know him how or bump into him. him. Yeah, it was it was interesting. So I was like, yeah, I want to meet him one day, right? But then when I I had my own run in 2015, federal run, and uh, you know I obviously didn't win, but it was an amazing experience. And from that, he connected with me a little bit. He's like, I'm gonna try to come down for you. And unfortunately, but how did that even start? Uh, yeah, I started from a mutual friend of ours uh, in in uh, Toronto, Amnit Bali. He was actually oh. helping me out, and mm-hmm. he's the he was kind of the guy that was with him in the in the beginning of his first run. Yes, as oh, MLA. Hey. So he reached out to me, and he's an amazing person, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amnit. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up, amazing guy. And um, and that's how we connected. And then yeah. he was like, "Hey, I'm running for leadership," and I was like, "Okay, that's cool. I, I'll help out." But then he was like, "We don't have anyone in Calgary. Can you?" help lead the campaign i was like you know i just finished we did a godwara campaign sick youth yeah. in 2013 right first sick youth ever at, at the calgary godwara and then yeah. i had my own federal mm-hmm. campaign i was like i don't know if i want to be so heavily involved in another campaign like i'll help out but then we had you come on board and then a few other people come on board right yeah. i don't know if we should give their give them a shout out you can give them a shout out if you want <laughs> Gurinder, Navi, Gurinder, <laughs> yeah and uh and then uh, we built this amazing team around each other, like with uh, with each other, right? Mm-hmm. But that's I think it's because everyone also had the common goal of uplifting the month. That yeah. was always one of the topics that we spoke about 
every single time we got together. Yeah. That was the whole purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons I was such a big admirer of him because even though he was in a political position, he still spoke out for the, he was a voice for the voiceless, right? Yes. In Canada, right, with Aboriginal issues. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, back home in India as well. Yeah. To the point where his visa has been banned in India, but he... Yeah but he's still speaking up for what mm -hmm. he believes is right. And that's why we kind of got behind him. And then then he had, before he even ever thought about that, he had an event here, I think, right? That was before his leadership. The one I asked you to come to? Or was that his leadership? Um, the one I asked you to take pictures? It was announced. No, I can't yeah, remember. I don't know. I was too starstruck. Yeah. I mean, I, he asked me for my name and you had to elbow me because I forgot my name. You just went quiet. Like literally it was like, no, you my saw mouth was open and I'm pretty sure it was like, ah, yeah, it was like you <laughs> met. I don't know. Who's the big celebrity right now? Who's like the biggest? What's a big celebrity? Like Help Will me. Smith. <laughs> yeah. It was like you met Will Smith or something or the rock for me oh like, yeah 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 <laughs> and, and i was like yo jen why i literally thought i'm like why aren't you talking right now and it was because your your face was red and you just couldn't <laughs> you couldn't even breathe first of all i have um what is it it's like uh social anxiety like being in oh, public yeah. you know like it, that's why it's good that you gave me a job but if it was just like <laughs> if i had to sit um, there and do nothing like i would just be so anxious yeah but also. yeah and then from there like you know we we all became friends with him and then he gave a shout out in in my office with your the stars yeah and and he gave a trendy sing shout out and everything kind of started rolling sometime we all had a conversation he would just pull out like sicky values um like savalak or um talk about kirtan or talk about the history of things yeah yeah yeah, yeah every time we hung out it always kind of go towards like spirituality yeah and, like, mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah so yeah, so then for me, I was watching intimately how Trendy Singh kind of took off mm -hmm. and how I was like, wow, like in my head, I was like, it's true. Like when J Jen just took a few steps and then all of these avenues opened up mm -hmm. and I just thought it was cool. I remember I had a conversation about you with you. You're like, oh my God, you know, like. Yeah, like if so it wasn't and so called me. Yeah. I can't believe this would happen. Like, And I was like, Jen, it's because you just, you know, you're following what y your passion is and it was amazing t for, for me to kind of go through that experience a little bit when I, when I decided to put this first and, and, yeah, and start Thanks for being there. Yeah. So on that note, um, with Trendy Singh, um, what, what was your inspiration for Trendy Singh? So we know kind of how it took off and, and how the universe kind of opened it up, you mm -hmm. know, opened up for you because you were being creative. What started you... Um, like what planted the idea of of um printed the stars it was it was a dream so i was dreaming that a sing was wearing one of my paintings i know it just sounds weird but it's a dream right yeah and then when i woke up is exactly that 1am feeling you had you can't stop and you just think what can i do with this information and you just keep gathering information to basically realize it yeah, but it was just because it was just from a dream and it's because like you and I think four other things were really instrumental in helping me get through my grief but also understanding this universal picture and because of like the anxiety that I had Siki really helped me with that just being in the moment and 
not not putting worries in things where they shouldn't be um so then because I, w I just wanted to express how grateful I was to all of you, but it couldn't be an individual thing, right? Like, um, this is how the turban came to be, that I was like, okay, I was like, maybe if I try this, where people can start conversations, other people can realize how awesome six are, and they don't have to be afraid of them or intimidated when they see them on the train. I mean, honestly, like, if anyone... Like for anyone knows you, like they know you're like six four or six six, Jen. Come oh, on. sorry, six six. Okay, yeah, make me lose two inches. Here on the <laughs> you're, podcast. you're six six. You're like tall, and you know when you come up to people, yeah, yeah it could be intimidating. Definitely need to smile more. If that's what yeah, yes, yes. Um, but you know, it's like this would be like, but maybe if you had a printer to star, someone would be like, oh hey, like tell me some of that. Like I'll tell you a story. I have a, I th a he's a lawyer in BC. And his wife had told me that I think maybe that judge that he works with lots with really has never talked to him. But the day that he actually had a printed to star on, he, the judge offered a comment. That's which amazing. Was like, yeah, it was like, oh, hey, like, what's what's going like, wow, it's different, that's right? So cool. Yeah. And it's these type of stories that you know help trendy like it's exactly what I wanted that conversation with people that didn't think they'd have any middle ground mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, th I think uh, it's hard to uh, to I think it might be hard to racially uh, yell at someone if they're wearing a floral to stock too right like <laughs> the guy that's doing the yelling might think twice like oh that's pretty funky there uh, I don't know but I don't know how, the, how racist minds work but no, that's cool, man. I think I think that's so important too because like I happily rock the printed the stars as well. Your wife and your kid. Your wife and yeah, kid. Yeah, thank you. Love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, growing up here in Calgary and uh, and the like, being a kid in the mid like late eighties and nineties, it was it wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't easy because there wasn't many uh, the starwale at that yeah. time, and yeah. I grew up in kind of a rougher area too. So, mm -hmm. just to see where we've come from, where to where, yeah. where we have like this, uh, we have a leader now f at a you know federal party, mm -hmm. and and six are in such high positions all in around the, cabinet, the world yeah. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, I think um, I think we're really blessed, and I think uh, it's it's with work like this mm -hmm. that actually helps put us out there, right? So, yep. yeah. for me, I think it was important to to help and encourage that yeah right. and i think it says it must say something about the spirit of six yeah of how they resilient yes six mm -hmm. are very resilient yeah 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 no that's and then so with your so that was with trendy saying what what uh what spiritual path are you on now like mm -hmm. i would say that you're kind of you're very open to yes to different um, philosophies. Yes. We've talked about Taoism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Buddhism. Stoic yeah, Stoicism. Yeah. Like, I Sto love Stoicism. it all. That's yeah. the newest thing I just discovered. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love it all because I feel like when you dive into it, they're all so similar. Mm. And here we are dividing mm. ourselves, saying, um, you're different, I'm different this way. Y you know, we create that power, like that power hierarchy, like you were talking about, mm -hmm. like pe putting people in pedestals. So, like we put some religions up there. Obviously, we're Christian, like a Christian-dominated society. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just there's just value in all like ways of life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I th I'm I'm kind of on a similar path too. Like uh, with oneness or the Ik philosophy, 
you see that same philosophy in mm-hmm. other religions, right? That's why yes. I could I really see how the gurus they didn't base who got into Guru Granth Sahib Ji, who they put into Guru Granth Sahib Ji based yeah. on their religion. Yeah. It was Can like, you are you on the path of oneness or are you on the path of Tarum truth? Yeah. And are you internally connected? And they could tell because they were obviously connected and mm-hmm. from the words. And those were the people who were put in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, you have to follow our way and, yeah. and this is, and you have to wear these clothes and do this, right? And now that I've gotten into this um, philosophy of oneness, which we'll get into an, uh, on another podcast, yeah. right? I, I'll be excited to talk about that. But definitely check out Nanak Nam videos, Spice of Paul Singh, and uh, if you want to know a little bit more about this philosophy. They are great. So y- open minded <coughs> and non judgmental. And they go across the board like that mm-hmm. philosophy. I s- like before where it was like I was kind of afraid. Uh, like before I took Amrit, I was open. I, w- I was reading about Buddhism and everything. And mm-hmm. then when I took Amrit, I was like in a kind of a group mentality where you have to think like this and you can't mm-hmm. think outside this box and don't let anything else in this. And if this thing, thi- if you do this and then this is going to happen, if you do this. And, and that just shrunk me for so many years, right? Mm-hmm. So with this oneness, I kind of opened up again for myself. This yeah. is my own personal, right? I don't recommend this for everyone. I think everyone has their own path yeah but what i notice now that i'm open to stoicism and buddhism and all this i see that oneness philosophy yeah and these like masters right and and it's like the people who get it get it and those who don't they're gonna keep building those you know walls Mm -hmm. like i'm better than you because my religion Mm -hmm. and then if you look at a religion like from a religion point any religion point of view sect is better than your sect right and then in that sect they're like well this person's better than this person because he does this this many times and mm-hmm. you only do it this many times. And I think that's the opposite of spirituality. Yes, right? definitely. I think spirituality is supposed to be like bringing you together. Yes, right? exactly. That we're yeah. all one. Yeah, we're exactly. We're all connected with that one light. Yeah. And we're all just kind of seeing things from our own perspective, mm-hmm. right? I think it's very different to actually, like you yourself, you wear a turban, you have like a big de- beard. Um, same with seeing Set Paul sing, but when these words come out of like a six mouth that is obviously tr- traditionally looking, I think it just blows my mind because I'm like, wow, like it's not confined to such, uh, like, hmm, okay, I better be careful with my words. <laughs> it's just, it's just not confined. So I think, yeah. yeah, it's very interesting to hear and see all this. Yeah, and then so on that note, like. Um what is some of the kind of controversy that you've seen uh, in terms oh, of... with like, Trendy Singh? Or? Yeah, with Trendy Singh. Okay. And uh, okay. I'm sure there's... I think there's been a few things that you've mentioned to me, so... Yeah, um, and I don't look at them too negatively because I think You're everyone... You're the least negative person I know, Jen. Legit. Like, in our, like, actual friendships <laughs> and our, our talks and conversations, <laughs> like, if one of us is venting about something or someone, you'll just be quiet. You're like, no, I'm not going to say anything bad about anyone. So you're, we'll like, see. We'll see. <laughs> super positive, like, honestly. Okay, yeah. well, thanks. Okay, well, you get $5 for that All then. Right, cool, cool. Okay, um, just a couple of things. Ma- mainly everyone's really supportive, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, some people are just like... Sicky's not a fashion, so like, how dare you do that? You know, and if I had to counter it, which, you know, sometimes I feel like I counter it for awareness, but I don't really care. Like, because at the end of the day, you know what you're doing. You know, like, I mean, the proceeds they go helping, they go to help charities. Yeah. yeah so it's like when you I know think for that the there's first a great while you just gave all profits to charity. Yeah, and still, still do. You still do all yeah. profits, eh? Yeah. Wow. 
yeah, the only thing is that I've been sold out for a while, so nothing's okay, yeah. yeah, nothing's happening then. But we will That's be launching amazing. probably again back in March. Awesome. Yeah. Um so it was just but if I had to say anything, you know, I look at it as art. So everyone has a different viewpoint. Um and I can't be like, Oh, my viewpoint is better than yours because it's art and I think it's the right way. I'm like, Okay, whatever, like you have your viewpoint, sure. Um, what were other things that I think it's the it's this um self um appointed sick police you know everyone thinks that they <laughs> can shut someone else down right when mm-hmm. and uh, i think we need to respect each other a little bit more and realize that your path like mm-hmm. someone doesn't have to follow your exact path yeah to be a sick yeah. like mm-hmm. guru grand sahib ji is like jagat guru it's 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 a guru for the world mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's actually no restrictions in following guru grand sahib ji mm-hmm. right yes if you want to take amrit and become a khalsa then that that has its own mariyada but to be following the guru as a sikh mm-hmm. you just have to in my opinion read and understand what the guru is trying to say to you what's the sikhya that he's giving you and yeah. follow that sikhya so i think i seen that i've seen some of those comments and it just uh it, it takes everything in my will not to jump in the debate and i've ha- i have once or twice but <laughs> yeah. i know I'll, it was just going to be a long thing and you can't convince someone over instagram comments but it's important that we realize that everybody's path is different Yeah. Even if you're in the, if you believe in the jatha and you believe mm-hmm. that you ha- your jatha is the best jatha and you guys all wearing the same kapde and everything and whatever and that works for you you got to realize that you still can't think exactly the same as the other person. Mm-hmm. Your thought process is still going to be different from the other person. Therefore yeah. your relationship's going with the guru is going to still be different. Mm-hmm. Something I notice <laughs> So obviously guys that have cut beards like they get those comments but I find that the girls get harassed more and it would be over like you know like just if they're wearing something and it's it's nothing provocative at all but I just feel like the girls um that model for trendy sing they somehow get targeted more than guys I just I can't is understand it is it because it. some of these guys are asking for rishte over the <laughs> online and then they, and they got rejected. rejected so then they just go on this tirade i don't know yeah maybe i i like i just love the thing that by sabal singh says that having cut hair cut beard doesn't take away from your sikhi Yeah. Yeah, like obviously having it can add to it, yeah. but it's never like you don't have this and therefore you're not a good yeah, you're yeah, not a good sikhi. Yeah, that, that's a huge issue like mm-hmm. and uh I really just to clarify that it's everybody has nobody knows what's going on internally with someone. Mm-hmm, someone yeah. can be really connected to the guru but not have their case. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for some people to to like digest, right? Yeah. That's my opinion. That's someone who's case study and amritari, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And this is by Satpal saying he's also in bana a lot of the times too. And mm-hmm. what he's saying is that your your external should be a flowering Yes. Right? It should be like if your beard comes out and you're just like, "Oh, I can't cut this anymore because it's just so beautiful. It's just mm-hmm. a flower from the guru." And when when it comes out as a f- like, you know, a flowering on your face and it's like that's a more that's a really beautiful connection, right? Versus look at me, I'm wearing all the right things. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing all the right things. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit like angry inside still, so I'm going to just take it out on you because how dare you think that you can represent Sikhi as well. Yeah. I think that's kind of what happens. And like I said, like I think everyone's path like it's fine like be yeah. on your path and if you're happy that's fine. Mm-hmm. I just think we have to start stop pulling each other down. So yes. Much. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
if you want to rock it, rock it. If you don't want to rock it, don't rock yeah, it. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> Are you going around like, um, f- like physically harassing people on the street and forcing the things to wear your floral bustas? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny. I tried to force you. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. but mm. yeah, no, no, I feel you. Yeah. So well, yeah, go ahead. No, I just, I just want to say thank you for giving me this opportunity to kind of voice like the the purpose behind it because maybe with more understanding we can all accept each other more yeah i yeah. think the three uh total listenership that we get will be very moved by this podcast and <laughs> i bet you, you <laughs> might get one more follower off your trendy thing so <laughs> i bet you there are people that totally have the same belief but because they have not been listening or they have not heard mm-hmm. this message yeah. they're too afraid to actually think the same thing yeah. which is very liberating yeah. um so i hope that you know eventually this well obviously it will grow it yeah. Will. yeah it doesn't matter like for me it's like i said it's a creative outlet but i'm not gonna be afraid to speak my truth anymore yeah. which is mm-hmm. that you know like stop bullying other people stop yeah. bullying people and to follow your way yeah because you think that's the way right mm-hmm. like let people find their their balance, right? So I think that um, I was gonna end off with uh, I was gonna ask you what's what's a favorite quote of yours that we can leave people with. Oh, hmm. You gonna look? Well, uh, there is. Yeah, I have two. One is like for work, and it was something like oh, you didn't prepare me. I, I should have. Okay, I found yours. It's do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, that's Yoda. Yeah, so Say that's the Yoda, Yoda voice. Hmm? Say it in the Yoda voice. No. <laughs> um, the one that I was, like for work, that I always think of is I have, uh, it's like I have dreams that are worth making real than sleep. You know, like I think. We'll say that again. Uh, it's because I'm probably not saying oh, it right. Okay. It's like I have dreams worth working for. That's m- like that's more important than my sleep. Oh, okay. Like which is oh, the whole okay. so just like do it. Just hustle, yeah. 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 Um, and it speak and it reminds me like when I first started trendy sing, I'd be up till three a.m. every single day for the first three four months, yeah. and then my body crashed. It was, it's like that ship analogy, right? Yes, Trying exactly. To get the ship off you have to put in the time. Yeah. Yeah, like for people that just started and they're like oh people come to me i think that's a misconception you need to be putting yourself out there and hustling so what's the favorite book of yours that you could recommend to the listeners um hmm. anything top of your head can't there's so many what am i reading right now Okay, give me yours, and then... Uh, for me, uh, right now, I would say... I just started this book. I've had it for a while. The Power of Now um, by Eckhart Tolle. But I haven't read it all the way through, so I can't give a full um, you know, recommendation yet. But uh, the first few chapters are pretty cool. And uh, my favorite, one of my favorite quotes, I have so many, is... Um, we're not uh, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience trying to have a spiritual experience we're spiritual mm-hmm. beings trying to have a human experience yeah yeah I like that quote I love that yeah, yeah. 
I can't remember. Come on, man. Any book. Throw it out there. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the hum- Humble the Poet, I think 101 okay, nice. ways to like unlearn the truth yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Shout just because he's so real in it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I haven't read it. He just like tells you like no excuses. Just do it. Cut the bad influences out of your life and just yeah. move on. So the, I think I was going to end off with this, but any advice to someone... Who, oh, one last thing. Who, like, how has this creative outlet helped you in your life? I was reading a couple studies on how creativity really, really helps the, you know, like, and they've, they've done some studies where it actually helps you psychologically quite mm-hmm. a bit. It, yeah. it actually makes you happier. It makes you feel like yeah. lighter, right? Mm-hmm. Even with depression and combating yeah. some anxiety issues, mm-hmm. just having a creative outlet actually bring kind of centers you a little bit. H- have you seen that happen with you? Yes, definitely. I had to develop better like communication skills. I'm still ter- terrible at it, but you killed it today. <laughs> it's because I have you. It's it's your energy. Nice. Um, but no, definitely. That's five compliments you <laughs> made the quota. Good, yay. Um, it it did really help me. I have less anxiety, and it's because in my mind, I used to make up these big mountains and hurdles that I could never get over, and to think about a non-Punjabi girl that started this line that had no connections, um, you know, to to like social media or influencers, but to have this all realized and so quickly as well. We, I think we launched the website in April, I mean, in August. We sold out in December, reordered again, and sold out in April. Awesome. It, yeah, it Amazing. was just. That's beautiful. Yeah. So would you? have any advice for our listeners if someone is wanting to start a creative pursuit or yes you gave me really good advice i would like you to yeah no it's just get started no matter how small the step is you just have to keep going forward yeah that's it whether that's jotting like one word down a day until you get a whole sentence until you get a whole paragraph or an essay about what it is that your company is about it doesn't matter it's just any little step towards your goal yeah like a what is it like a thousand mile journey st- starts s- starts with a single step yes. yeah mm-hmm. that's what i've i've kind of realized as well mm-hmm. and that's you know that's what we w- want to kind of leave you with guys is um have a creative pursuit if it's in your career that's awesome if not have a creative outlet like look mm-hmm. for what you're creative in someone was asking me how do you know what you're creative in and for me what i said was when I have to do my work, like I, I, because of our group, we've all decided to start setting goals and being mm-hmm. more accountable, which is awesome. Yeah. Try that as well. But so when I set my goals for the day for work, I'm like, okay, it feels good. I go there, I get it done. I can cross it off. Feels good. But when I'm working towards my podcast, the whole day will go by and it doesn't feel like i'm working it's like mm-hmm. oh no you let's just get it, it done yeah. let's do this and you're enjoying every moment of it even the frustrating parts where you're yeah. not understanding how the audio <laughs> software works or but when you learn it you're like wow look yeah. at this accomplishment and it's like this passion is like this fire that keeps driving you forward yeah. so i think that's how you can tell what your passion is it might be writing it might be you know it might be something as like construction or mm-hmm. you know or Any, woodwork yeah. or anything right so Definitely try that. There, I, I'll post some stuff on our Facebook page on those articles that I read about creativity and the human experience. And um, yeah, thank you uh, again, Jen, for coming and uh, being part of the very first sick-ist 
podcast. <laughs> Thanks and so much for having me. I like how we did the brown goodbye. It took us like 20 minutes just to wrap so, it up. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a proper basic uh, goodbye without that 20 minute wrap. Exactly, up, right? exactly. We did the kind of Punjabi circle via podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Thank you.